Anything explained in advance is education. Anything explained after the fact is an excuse. So in all that you do in terms of overcoming conflict, the real answer to all of this is that you can prevent it from becoming a conflict by keeping people informed, keeping people involved. You know your business can change people's lives, but you don't yet have the right words to inspire them to take action. Imagine the changes you will create in your business as you tap into the secrets of ethical influence and positive persuasion to not only better serve your clients, but also to supercharge your financial freedom. I'm your host, Jason Lynette, and welcome to the Hypnotic Language Hacks podcast. I help entrepreneurs and business owners just like you to close more premium sales. And no, this isn't about tricking or manipulating people, not at all. It's about helping your prospects to appropriately sell themselves into your products or services. Please hit subscribe and get all the episodes now at jasonlinette.com. One of the most empowering words in the human language is the word because. Because the nature of how we create associations in our minds, what often happens is that as one event occurs, it now becomes the catalyst to then become every reason why we can then do something else. Then again, using the exact same word, because. That simple word because could also become the most debilitating word in all of our language. That because of these specific life events, here's why I can't do something. And this week's episode of Hypnotic Language Hacks is a bit more of a personal tone here all around the theme of overcoming conflict. Before we get into any of the material here though, what I want you to hold on to throughout the entire episode is that the best problems in life are the ones that we invent ourselves. And I say that because oftentimes we will have to pull back and have that little bit of a blinding flash of the obvious to kind of call out what conflicts we're currently going through and if they are self-imposed. And the beauty for many of us being self-employed, very often we invent the deadlines. Therefore, guess what? You get to change them as well. So my goal of this week's episode is to give you some actionable strategies to break through whatever conflicts may be holding you back, but also at the same time to use a little bit of a hypnotic language hack, the idea of a reframe to take the current situation that you're presently in. And it's a simple question. What if that conflicting experience can now become every reason instead while you make something amazing happen? Before we get started today, if you want to easily grab people's attention, naturally build authority, and organically have your prospects wanting more from you, even before you've made an offer, I've created a step-by-step -step program to help you to do just that. It's called Business Influence Systems. And this is your opportunity now to visit jasonlinette.com to get a free behind the scenes tour of the exact hypnotic persuasion strategies that you can ethically use to better start up or scale up your business. If you want a proven framework to boost your confidence, attract premium clients, and inspire more people to take action with you, get Business Influence Systems now at jasonlinette.com. Now, a few moments ago, I planted the idea that the best problems in life are the ones that we invent ourselves. And I've got a whole list of things I'd like to chat about here. But first of all, let's begin with a story, a story not necessarily of my own directly. Instead, it's the story of a client 
who I worked with about, really, this story I think is like eight or nine years old at the time of this recording. As a hypnotist, I had a client, a person who reached out to me who had a fear of public speaking. Anytime you put him in front of a group, he was stammering, he was shaking in his body, he was visibly uncomfortable, and to quote him, uh, of his Northern Irish descent, a rather pale man who turned a beautiful shade of beet red whenever there was the slightest bit of nerves in his body. Long story short, if he was nervous, it wasn't just an internal thing, you could see it on his face. Now, the catalyst, the catalyst for why this man reached out to me was that there were several new roles that were opening up at the company he worked at, a major Fortune 500 company at the time when I lived in Northern Virginia. He worked for one of them. And basically, he figured out, as many people would realize, if he became more visible in his role at his job, it would be more likely that he would be considered for one of these upper positions. And just the end of the story first, he got a massive promotion. And that's awesome. So as we worked together, he overcame the fear. And again, by becoming more visible in the work that he was doing, he was now in line for these higher positions. And I want to fast forward the story because not only was he now excelling in his work, not only was he more confident in his presentations, there was also a little bit of a side story that even I was surprised about, that he went to a family wedding. And, you know, while he wasn't best man, he wasn't father of the bride, uh, there came this moment where suddenly, not quite a full-on roast, <laughs> but people were getting up and telling stories of the family of, welcome to the new bride, to the groom's family, here's what you're in for. Uh, and he goes, I even shocked my wife because I would have never got up before and just simply told a story. Uh, but when they called for volunteers, and I had a story about this cousin of ours that was appropriate for the crowd, he goes, even my wife was shocked that I got up and I told that story. And she goes, what the hell, John? You actually had fun up there. What did you do? Cool, right? So I bring this up. That's the foundation. That's the sort of before version of the story, along with some of the after. The real after, remember the theme? I dropped a few moments ago that the best problems in life are the ones that we invent ourselves. Well, it's like three years later and he calls me up and the situation now is, okay, yeah, the new job is amazing. Yes, the new responsibilities are outstanding. Yes, the new job, remember the story is now five years ago, the new job involved a lot of travel. Not so much in the last 18 months, but back then, a lot of travel. But then from there, he goes... I've got a brand new problem. And that sentence, I've got a brand new problem. I love that sentence because as he said it, I could hear him smiling. You, you know when you're on the phone with someone, you know when you're just listening to somebody and you can hear that transparent, genuine emotion inside of what they're saying? I heard him smiling and I heard him say, I've got a brand new problem. Now, as he explained, it's not that the fear came back. No, that was resolved. That was fixed from his perspective. It was instead that he had never taken on a job before where now he was in a managerial role. Now he was having to organize this staff of people who weren't quite getting along as they should. And I will only quote him on this, as he said, this problem is worth an extra $60,000 a year so I can put up with it. However, there's some days where I take the conflict home with me. I know I can use the skills you already taught me, 
but can I come back and have you help me with just this one little thing? And we worked together and kept up with this guy. He's doing great. So this whole theme though, of overcoming conflict, the mistake that someone would make in that situation would often be that, you know, oh, everything's going wrong. Something's not going right. Things are not going well. But again, when you really rewind that story back, he invented that problem. He could have stayed in the original job, which wasn't that bad. He was quite happy with that other career, with that other role. Yet by excelling in what he did, he took on more responsibility. Which I tell you that story to kind of set the stage for a bit of an update in the world of Jason Lynette. So we made the decision in the later part of 2020, uh, again, the word because, in the midst of a global pandemic and my business at the time, even before March of 2020, was already about 80 or 90% online. It clearly became 100% online as everything stopped. As, as they say, the kids went home from school and they had not yet gone back. We weren't too happy with the applications of how they were running the virtual schooling in our home county in Virginia. So we made the decision, at least for a year, let's homeschool. Did the research and yes, it takes a village. There's topics that I covered, my wife covered, and then even my wife's parents were covering different topics as well. At first in person, eventually even the in-laws were doing online Zoom with our kids. This kind of opened up a bit of freedom though, where we realized we can do this from anywhere. And those of you that have been listening, you've been hearing the stories that draft number one was let's vacation in Florida. Let's find like an Airbnb, rent it for three months, then come back and buy a new home as we were looking to move as well. And eventually as we did further research and saw that the cost of living down here is so different than Northern Virginia, it turned into why are we going back? So this is actually the first recording of Hypnotic Language Hacks that I'm doing in now the home we purchased in Orlando, Florida. We kind of bounced around the state. We pulled off the adventure of six different houses in five months. And let me tell you, I am sick of cardboard boxes. And not to worry, all of our storage from Virginia will be arriving in about three weeks' time. House needs new carpet, so we're waiting for the carpet to go in. Then comes the avalanche of all of our furniture. And again, best problems in life are the ones that we often invent ourselves, which this is about to become, for a moment, the ultimate in first world challenges. <laughs> because we didn't know that the house we would eventually find, the people who owned this house before, they didn't live here. This was a vacation home for them. And because they live in another country, they didn't really want most of their stuff back, minus, of course, clothing hanging in closets. So we didn't know we were buying a fully furnished house. So, you know, here comes that conflict of all the furniture in storage wrapped up beautifully in Virginia that's about to travel 800 plus miles south. And as I've been saying, it's either a furnished house or an epic yard sale. Both my wife and I have ninja black belt skills and Facebook Marketplace. I bring this up though, because as part of this journey, I'm now building out a home production studio. Uh, we have completely had contractors, mind you, rip out every bit of drywall in one room that's kind of isolated from the rest of the house, but still in the house, rip out the drywall, put in soundproofing, put the drywall back up, and then get things up and going. And yes, the contractors for what is actually a pretty big job, it turns out, only sent two people. So we're three weeks in uh, to a job that 
could have been done a whole lot faster. Yes, there was a whole adventure of AT&T just could not get our internet working right. And the episode this week, again, about overcoming conflict, the theme I began with this week, this is not meant to be, woe is me, Jason can't get internet in his kitchen. No, it's instead, and right now, for those of you watching the video version of this, I am once again, as has been the tradition the last few months, recording in a guest bedroom in the corner. Do you like the wall? Do you like the shadows? It'll be better when we're in for the other eventual permanent space. But this theme of the best problems in life are the ones that we invent. This is something that I feel as entrepreneurs, we need to own. This is something as business owners, we kind of need to master this skill and even so become experts at it. Even recently, someone who I'm working with in my accelerator program, the private consulting community, here's someone who has this amazing project in the works. And the phrase becomes, sometimes life happens. End of the story first, there was a bit of a health scare, all sorts of medical scans. She's fine. Doctors couldn't find anything, may have been just some sort of temporary symptom, a pulled muscle, could be a number of different things. But throughout this project, throughout this journey, whenever we'd meet, you know, I'd get messages privately on Voxer, or maybe it'd be one of our private conversations. Uh, side note, I just dropped a reference there. Voxer is an incredible walkie-talkie app. Anyone out there who does coaching, consulting, client work, Voxer is an amazing walkie-talkie app. It's absolutely free, like most free software. If you give them a little bit of money, it becomes even better. But for most of you out there, the free version is perfectly fine. I love using it with my clients because it allows this private two-way communication that doesn't get lost in the mix of Facebook messages, text messages, email messages, and everything else that's out there. Uh, really cool way to get one-off questions. As I work with people, we set like a definite plan of how we're going to work together, but then you'll love this phrase. I say unlimited reasonable access on Voxer. You know, you've got a quick question about a bit of a hypnotic language hack for a better email subject line to sell the open. Yeah, send that over. You're sending a hundred of those a day. We'll chat. <laughs> so check out Voxer, really cool resource. I don't get any kickback from that one. I just love it. I use it on a regular basis. But again, back to her story. This place where the little bit of a filter became, first I shared a bit of my ongoing story of the adventure of moving in and uh, the phrasing of health oftentimes is if you don't use it, you lose it. So, you know, there's little fixes that we're having to deal with in the house that, you know, for a house that sat empty for a bunch of months, international travel was blocked. They haven't been here in a year and a half other than the property manager checking in and saying, yep, everything's fine. You know, little fixes that have to occur, but th there's something to be said about these moments where we just have to realize. And here's another point I really want you to take away here. If you invented the deadline, you can change it. So I'm purposefully poking fun of myself on this episode because I now have to reveal one of the greatest conflicts I ever had in my business. Buckle up for this tragic story. For part of the audience that I speak to, it became evident to me that there's two resume points that you need to have these things to kind of speak to the audiences to whom I was speaking. Uh, the two resume points, TED Talk and Book. 
And I went through the steps of crafting a book, outlining it, and then eventually getting it to number one on Amazon. We've got tons of five-star reviews, work smart business, check it out. And at the same time, making contact with different TEDx events and finding one where the story, the message that I wanted to share, the important point would fit within their theme. Again, the best problems in life are the ones you invent yourself. The people who were coaching my TED Talk, Rethinking Rapport, you can actually go there direct by going to RethinkingRapport.com. The people coaching the TED Talk were going, this is great. However, you have to keep it around 11 or 12 minutes. Cut your stories down. The editors of my book were going, this is great. Expand your stories. Conflicting conf you know, messages here. And it became a moment where I was looking at the fact that internally, I had not yet announced anything, but internally, the book I was kind of slating for like June, I believe, of 2018, okay, you invent the deadline, you can change it, became January of 2019. So there's a place where oftentimes, just to give you a strategy here, I will keep goals to myself. You know, sometimes things are in that incubation phase where we're looking at how do we get started? How do we get up and running? And even so, are we kind of testing the market to see what's a fit for the audience to whom we wish to speak? There hits a turning point though, where very clearly it becomes this thing is happening. So how do we overcome conflict here? How do we overcome these challenges? This is where even in the personal change work that I've done with my clients over the years, I'm looking at what can we do to install accountability? So as soon as it became very clear the book was going to come out towards the end of January 2019, that's when I started to talk it up. I started to promote it. I started to announce this thing is happening. I hired an amazing team, incredible designers, a good friend now to help launch the new jasonlinette.com website, coinciding with when the Hypnotic Language Hacks podcast was launching. And yet, due to some issues beyond our control, international time zones and international events, we'll phrase it that way, all of a sudden it was Tuesday morning and I'm learning that the website won't launch properly the next day. Take note of what I said a moment ago though, that again, when you invent the deadline, you get to change it. However, sometimes to completely crush procrastination, I will make it a point to announce, to call my shot Babe Ruth style, here's what's about to happen. So I bring this up because you remember back in high school or college when suddenly you remembered the paper was due tomorrow and you got that thing done. You might've surprised yourself that actually you did a really good job. Perhaps there was a moment you forgot the quiz was tomorrow and you kind of stayed up longer than you should have studying, cramming, and again, maybe, hopefully, you surprised yourself as to how well you did. I bring this up because as business owners, you know, we are responsible to ourselves, but also to embrace, we are responsible to our clients, to our customers, to the audience around us. So as you've heard my horror story of the internet not quite working, there was a moment where last week, you know, I found a co-working space in downtown Orlando and for 60 bucks for the day, I had a phenomenal room, smaller than a closet, <laughs> with incredible internet, 
decent lighting. And that enabled me to then do all the consulting sessions that were scheduled that day, move some others around to that day. People were thankfully flexible, teach two classes and even run a private sort of hot seat experience for my private community, Business Influence Systems. So you know the old phrase, where there's a will, there's a way. Remember the quote I shared a few moments ago from Lauren Michaels from Saturday Night Live, whether we're ready or not, the show goes live at 11.30. And I've found these can be those moments where, and this may be a personal choice, you may run your business a bit differently. I don't like letting people down. I mean, even Friday, when still things were a little iffy, everything now, internet is fine. And for those that are curious, I scrapped all the equipment that the company had given me and went out and bought my own, figured out how to make it work. And now it is, it is insanely fast. So sometimes you have to kind of take charge of things, it turns out. But I even reached out to a private client on Friday just to say, hey, we're doing a private consulting program. We set aside six sessions. Here's what's going on. Can I bribe you with a bonus meeting? And we reschedule to sometime early next week. Of course, she'd love that because, hey, more access, more time, more consulting time. So recognize that we as the business owner, there are people who are counting on us. There are people who are dependent upon us. But again, in the midst of everything, as you invent the schedule, you get to change it. So without much fanfare, we announced that, uh, well, actually with no announcement, that this podcast would simply come out just twice a month for a short span of time. And then once we're back into July, we're going to be weekly once again, just because the demands of video production as this also releases to YouTube and the videos over at Hypnotic Language Hacks for the podcast at jasonlinette.com. So I, I share some of the behind the scenes as to what we've been up to here, because there's these moments where we need to hold ourselves accountable. Can I tell you over the years... The number of times where maybe I was on travel and I was still working during that travel time and I ended up booking a hotel just for the factor of having decent internet so I can teach my classes and do my consulting and work with my clients. Sometimes you have to go inside and ask a question about finances to say that, okay, here's a class that I offer, which brings in about 30 people, which actually makes it per individual class. And it's not a pay by the hour thing for us, but because it's a big attendance, the actual income, gross income, and I co-train one of these, you know, could work out to be like six or $7,000 for a 90 minute, for sorry, a three hour uh, class, which in that situation, if we're producing this gross income for this project on a weekly basis, it's kind of worth it to give a, a Hyatt 120 bucks to have a decent uh, setup. Fun fact, by the way, make sure you look at Travelocity.com or any websites for hotels, because I do recommend you don't book the uh, last minute room to get decent internet or co-working space. Don't get the one with the bed behind you, because <laughs> that just screams, hey, I'm in a hotel room, you know, unless you're kind of talking up the fact that you're traveling, which brings us back to influence rule number one. Anything explained in advance, is education. Anything explained after the fact is an excuse. So in all that you do in terms of overcoming conflict, the real answer to all of this is that you can prevent it from becoming a conflict by keeping people informed, keeping people involved. Even as we're looking at the guys are still going to be downstairs the next couple of days, putting in some recessed dimmable lights. 
uh, running some final checks in terms of making sure the room has enough electricity to run all the tech that we're setting up in that home studio. There might be a day where they're turning the power on and off, and I might be back at the co-working space once again. So let me kind of wrap this up here with a couple of strategies to get you up and running. First of all, yes, I've kind of dropped a few stories throughout this episode in terms of thinking bigger about your business. If that's something you need help with, check out the website exploreinfluence.com. That actually directs over to private access to my calendar. Rather than going to like a sales page, exploreinfluence.com brings you to private access of my calendar for you to go in and find a time for you and I to hop onto a conversation and kind of see where you are in your business, whether you're in a startup phase, whether you're in a scale-up phase, and kind of look at what needs to happen to really supercharge all that you're doing and excel in brand new ways. Take note, this is a conversation, at least for now, directly with me to kind of troubleshoot and kind of get that sort of litmus test as to where your business is right now and kind of peel back the curtain and reveal the scalable natures of what you can do and how to have your audience wanting more from you even before you make the offer. That's really what hypnotic influence is all about in terms of business. So head over to exploreinfluence.com for that. Here's a bit of a strategy too. I don't like the phrase, fake it till you make it. Though I live by the phrase, fake it till you make it. Instead, let's give this a better title. Retrain your neurology. So is there something you would like to be doing that's currently a bit of a frustration? Well, here's a little bit of a metaphor. If you treat everything like a muscle, it starts to act like a muscle. I've had people over the years who have heard the story as to how I got into heavy strength training. And nowadays the alarm goes off at 5.45 in the morning. I'm at the gym by 6.30. I'm there for 45 minutes to an hour. And then I'm home as the rest of the family is then waking up. And people hear that and go, how do you do that? And the answer now is I've kind of been doing it for like seven or eight years now. It's just what comes naturally now. So recognize, I think I want to use the phrase here, embrace the suck. <laughs> There's going to be a window of time where something is different. Here's another little metaphor that comes out of fitness. Muscle soreness is not necessarily a signal that you had a great workout. Muscle soreness, in most cases, is a signal that you have done something differently that you normally don't do. And the body is going through a bit of adaptation to get used to that new thing. So embracing that little bit of a window, and again, if you go into your mind and consider that what you're doing there is retraining that neurology, training the body to respond the same way that we would train an animal, the same way that we would train a skill. Practice makes perfect and eventually practice makes permanent. So embrace that little bit of a window. So rather than saying, I'm not good at this, instead, I'm getting better at fill in the blank. I'm becoming accustomed to, I'm currently retraining my neurology. I love that phrase. Another one is that just simply get started. And I know this can easily fall into like a shoe company slogan of just do it. But there is something to say about just getting started. There's something to be said that the, uh, it's not a Gold's Gym that I'm going to here now in Florida. There, there's some in the area, I believe, but just there's another one that's closer to me and that's where I now go. But I remember living in Northern Virginia back, back in 2009, front door of a Gold's Gym, there was a sticker that read, showing up is half the battle. Dr. Leo Marvin wrote a phenomenal book about this topic a number of years ago. 
all about breaking down conflicts into smaller manageable pieces. And that by looking at conflict from a granular perspective, the individual pieces, and you might want to Google Dr. Leo Marvin's work, which if you do that, you'll quickly realize Dr. Leo Marvin was the character played by Richard Dreyfuss in the now classic movie, What About Bob, starring Bill Murray. Baby steps on the dock. <laughs> Baby steps on the boat. <laughs> Baby steps, you get the idea. So by breaking something down, what are things you can do to start to build the skills so that something that you, let me call it out, mistakenly may have labeled a conflict before, now instead becomes something that is measurable over time, something you're getting better at. Let's bring this full circle back to the story of the guy I began this episode with. I have a brand new conflict. And part of that challenge was he was labeling that as conflict and instead looking at the opportunities for growth, looking at the opportunities for improvement over time. That ability to look at all that you're doing and again, embrace the fact when we find ourselves in challenges where we've invented the problems. You know, I had to buy, they don't recommend this, I know, I had to buy an extension cord. I have the hybrid uh, Prius car that also plugs in, gets a small distance, but oh no, there wasn't a power outlet close enough. I had to buy an extension cord. I know they don't recommend that, but I went for a heavy gauge, so should be better. <laughs> Best problems in life are the ones that we invent ourselves. So look at that in terms of your business. Look at that in terms of your relationships. Dare I say, as someone who's lost a substantial amount of weight over the years, Look at that also about your health. Oftentimes, if you got yourself into the problem, what it really means, some of you in business influence systems recognize this phrasing now as a complex equivalence. If you got yourself into the problem, it also means you can get yourself out of it. So oftentimes, hypnotic influence for business is not just necessarily these words or those words. It's about how we show up. How we show up, not just to our audience, but also how we show up to ourselves. Again, if you need some help with this, go to exploreinfluence.com. Let's hop on a call together and let's chat about this. But this has been episode number 38, all about overcoming conflict. I'd love to hear from you exactly what you do with these themes. I'd love to even hear, I'm already getting some messages here as I'm broadcasting the recording of this live, people who are going, here was the problem I was facing. And now as I look at it this way, it's really an opportunity. What happens for you differently when every one of those challenges could become a step in a brand new direction? You have been listening to the Hypnotic Language Hacks podcast with Jason Lynette. Please stop everything and start exploring jasonlynette.com for even more business influence and persuasion resources. Make it a priority right now to subscribe to this program and listen to every episode because the next one may reveal that one hypnotic influence secret to massively scale your success. Change your words, change your business, change your life. Get even more at jasonlinette.com.